0: Okay, this is going to be a little bit different episode than we usually do. This is uh, this is lightning round. Uh, we're going to, wait to uh, dun, 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 dun. well, this is going to be a variation on that. What's that Drew Carey comedy um, improv show that they do? Uh, uh, Whose line is it? Whose line is it anyway? I don't know if it's like that or not, but for some reason that pops into my mind. Anyways, we're going to do this. What we've got here is we've got a whole bunch of items that got on the list. They were good enough to get on the list, but then they didn't actually make the cut when we were actually sorting it out to do an episode. And so I figured, let's not throw these away. Let's kind of look at these real quickly. So we're going to do lightning round. We're going to go one to another, another, and we're going to very quickly talk about them all. All right. And so, uh, so, and we're and like we we there's twenty of them. So if we spend more than like two minutes on each. This will be way longer than it really ought to be. So, we're going to like move along. We'll have to shoot you. Yeah, we're going to really move it along.
1: So, here we go. All right. Don't make me come up there.
0: All right. Here we go. And uh, start the clock. Number one, uh, Mojave Airport
1: honors the Rutan name. This is kind of cool. It is. Yeah. I kind of wonder, the only thought that strikes me is why didn't they do this before?
0: I, I guess, but, you know, I, it, 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 and apparently it's, you know, I, I when I think of Rutan, I think of Burt Rutan, um, but the, specifically they're honoring both Rutan brothers, both both Burt and Dick, which is re- reasonable. Um, and, uh, you know, they're both not no longer spring chickens, so, you know, they are wanted to, you know, uh, honor them while they're still able, and that's kind of cool. David, what do you think?
2: I think it's uh, overdue. Yeah, yeah,
0: uh, Mojave. Have, have either of you ever landed at Mojave?
2: I have.
0: I'm sorry, you have, David? Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. I used, to, I never landed there. I used to drive past when I was driving from my home in California to uh, to uh, Las Vegas. I would drive right past that airport. It was always a great landmark and kind of kind of cool.
2: Well, so, I mean, he did, uh, Bert's history goes back to the uh, uh, original. Very easy. Uh, Dick has had a hell of a career as a military pilot and a test pilot, and uh, and was a co pilot on the first nonstop flight around the world in Spaceship One. Unrefueled to... nonstop. I know, oh, huh? Yeah. yeah. Unrefueled. So, and, uh, and Gina Yeager was along with him. Yeah. Uh, I understand that. Uh, they have not been close since. <laughs> yeah. My understanding is they weren't close at the time.
0: <laughs> oh right? really? Oh really? Oh gossip? Huh? All right. Well, yeah, I don't know. Okay. All right. Well then. All right then. Yeah. Well, uh, because so I'm gonna I'm gonna award one. So, oh, I didn't tell you about this part. I'm gonna award one point to David because he actually landed at Mojave. So it's okay. David gets. Well, one. well
1: we're, ta- we're taking point. We're making points now. Is that what well, we're doing? Well, you're you're you're. you're
0: Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, I mean I prefer I prefer to think of it as more of an exhibition than a competition. All right. But yeah. Yeah. So uh all right then. Next. Um uh David, you put this item on the list. I I and I I recognize you probably put it on the list a long time ago, so maybe it's not fresh in your mind. The item is a new force multiplier. Uh uh owner piler user an owner piler user group. Does this do you remember what this is all about, David? <laughs> Say that again, Jack. <laughs> what a new force multiplier uh and an owner piler pilot
2: <laughs> blah, pilot user group okay do i get yeah it's not type specific like some of the other owner pilot groups out yeah there. uh it's for anybody that's an owner operator like jeb like i was when i had the comanche uh and uh they're uh, trying to find new ways to get people involved, people who might otherwise just look at it and go, eh. hmm so, Okay. Uh, it uh, could be useful, but it's one of those things. It's going to depend on performance rather than naming. So we'll see. Give it a month. Give it two months. Give it mm-hmm. to Oshkosh, and then we'll yeah. see if it's having any meetings, any effect, any influence and then we'll pronounce it a
1: force multiplier. Jeb, what do you think? I think you owe me some points.
0: <laughs> I don't know. If this, I don't really think that I ought to be rewarding um, a- abusive behavior like this. You think that you can just give me a hard time for not being able to speak, but all right, one point for Jeb for, for abusing the host um, <laughs> and uh, all of these things will be linked in the show notes folks if you want to look at them in more detail but uh, um, coming back to this here uh, uh, an oddball airplane um, called the Howard DBA what do you think <laughs> this is really, I mean I've seen some guppy like airplanes but this is one of them yeah, for I sure
1: long time listeners know that I've, I'm not a big fan of the A380 um, Yeah, this this is uh, this is like something you'd see a three-year-old draw with a crayon.
0: Okay, yes. It's, it's not di-
1: taking anything away from the, from the three-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: yeah. Uh, but to those of our listeners who are not going to look this up, uh, this looks like um, someone took a big, um, I don't know, the bow of a ship maybe and, and lo- lopped off the prow and just rounded the front end of it then stuck the front fuselage of a DC-6 on the top of it. has It's a biplane. And it's a biplane. <laughs> it's a biplane. biplane. Plan. I wanted to make wing sure we... Across, yeah, it has a wing across the upper side of the fuselage and the lower side of the fuselage. Yeah. F- yeah. Six engines on the and upper the, wing that's, and four
2: oh, on the lower wing. Oh. Notice the engine count. That's true it's, too. Yeah, ten, but there ten, ten engines actually. But it, engines, yeah. it's six on the top wing, four on the bottom. Four on the bottom. Ten total.
0: Um, they're uh, they uh, propeller engines. They're not. They may be jet, maybe turbines, but no, they're propeller. Um, well, but, since it never got built and never flew, we'll never know. Really? Oh, that's too bad. It looks. I mean, I you know, Jeb's. Apt description of it being something a kid would draw is not not far off. I first thought of the the the, the sort of legendary guppy airplanes, yeah. only a guppy on steroids or a guppy, you know, that's a guppy kinda, that swallowed a guppy. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Um, it seems have odd. Th- Does it have four landing gear? It almost looks like it has two nose wheels and two
1: main gear. Um, it has it has double bogey main gear and and uh, two wheel. I'm sorry, single bogey, uh, nose gear, two nose gear.
0: Yeah. So, anyways, it, yeah, the Har- Howard DBA DBA, according to this article, um, stands for uh, d- Darn Big Airplane. That's not what it says. It says something else. Darn Big Airplane. Um, I-, I thought of the uh, the legendary acronym a buff. This is a buff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, except this doesn't fly. I didn't realize that it didn't never flew. So, um,
1: we should also add that this was a proposal to uh, fly. Uh, uh, parts of NASA rocket boosters from its manufacturing site surprising to, how many of these fly. big
0: cargo airplanes came about exactly that way exactly. huh yeah. yeah anyways
2: all but right uh, not not the first uh, Howard to be nicknamed DBA uh, oh
0: really now see you're going to run true. us overtime that's, that's here. True.
2: what what else was a Howard DBA uh, uh I don't remember the model number, and I right. opened my mouth without checking. That's okay. We'll, we'll maybe maybe, that
1: maybe, is, maybe you're thinking DGA Delta Golf Alpha. What would that stand for? Howard, there's a Howard DGA.
0: All right, we're going to leave this as a, as a homework assignment. This is this is a this is for uh, for the student to uh, to figure out later on. Uh, Jeb's cart. Jeb's. Uh, 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 Jeb's uh, refrigerator cartoon analogy uh, earns him a point here. So that's a point yeah, that's for Jeb amazing. here. Uh, American Airlines plane makes emergency landing at Kansas City due to um, apparently an erratic passenger. So uh a lot of that going around these days. Uh, anything notable about this? Who put this uh, on there? I think Jeb
1: put this there. Tried one. to enter the cockpit before attempting to open an exit door.
2: I know, huh? For that reports. will get their attention. that Definitely, Definitely w- time. will show yep. up and then the offender will get to meet some very nice, well-dressed gentlemen with firearms. With, I'm sure with, I'm sure this person, I don't know if it's, it's a he or
0: she, but I'm sure this unruly passenger did, in fact, meet some well-dressed,
2: oh, yeah. well-armed. Gentlemen. Inter- interfering with a flight crew is one of those hot button issues that tends to bring everybody out of the woodwork. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. The uh, irony is, I mean, and certainly it's subject, this is unruly. This is unacceptable. This is subject to putting the airplane on the ground in order to get it under control. Trying to open the passenger door and or the cockpit door is a pretty hopeless task. They're not going to get these open unless you're well equipped somehow, some way. Um, so it's,
2: you know. Well, and if, as long as the airplane has pressure in the, in the uh, uh, cabin, uh that's pretty close to impossible task. That's, opening a, a an emergency exit or the main uh, cabin door because it's got all the pressure pushing on it to yeah. uh, keep it seated. So yeah. we we uh, we've never been on a flight where that happened, but I've been on flights where people discovered that because of the aviation material I was reading that I purportedly knew something about this. And I said, don't worry, it's not going to happen. Well, he seemed awfully insistent. Yep. And so will the nice gentleman with handcuffs when they meet <laughs> him at the door. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. David, you get a point for handcuffs. There we go. Um,
0: next item. Uh, it says, uh, uh, exorbitant fees await Super Bowl arrivals. Obviously this is a story from a week or so ago. Uh, FBOs charge thousands for parking. Um, Yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, I I don't know. I, you know, of course, duh. Um, Is this how much does it cost? It says thousands. What is it really? It's
2: well, um, an Embraer Phenom one hundred got a uh, a a ticket for three thousand dollars to park at the Jet Center, L.A., and Jack Northrop Field Hawthorne. Yeah, and uh, it's I don't know why this comes up because they do
0: this every year. Yeah, and plus, the people who arrived in these jets probably paid more than $3,000 each for their Super Bowl ticket. Um, more than likely. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's an interesting story, I guess, but this is in the scheme of things, you know. And and the cost of the flight was... Yeah, well,
1: I, you know, $3,000... Parking over, well, 3000 <laughs> What? Uh, it's $3,000 for arrivals and $3,000 for departures. Yeah, and they're so. calling it a slot reservation yeah. fee. So, you know, pay us $3,000 or you don't get your airplane back.
0: Yes. Well, yeah. But uh, no, wait a minute. I'm, I haven't actually got, are you saying that they got charged $3,000 twice, at least twice? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's a $6,000 fee. Oh, yeah. It says that. Yeah. All right. Yeah all right well huh
1: all right yeah, it, yeah um for a single yeah well no that's not that's not it's not clear whether um the three thousand dollars is for jets and mm-hmm. the lower rate for oh um here's here's a well that's a, that's a different field yeah. what's the rate for single engine piston? yeah well i don't no, know so.
0: if, do you really want to know well if you I, have to ask you can't afford exactly. it exactly
2: if you have to ask you can't afford it
0: um six, up here in new hampshire i'm sorry 6,
2: 500 David? bucks for the uh gulfstream 650 mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a long beach uh, yeah and uh turboprop slot times were, were available for nearly 1700 dollars Yeah. Um, Up here in New Hampshire
0: at Laconia Airport, Laconia, which is a relatively sleepy little GA airport, we've seen lots of them like that. It has a monstrous piece of paved ramp. It's actually a formal crossing runway that they long ago decommissioned the runway, and they actually paved this huge square that's sort of next to the active runway. Um, and, uh, I'm 99% sure that that piece of pavement exists for the business jets, for the private jets or business jets that come in for the, uh, there's a, uh, a, uh, speedway a uh, nascar speedway just down the road from laconia and uh um, on on race days that ramp gets filled up with uh, with some fancy airplanes and i'm curious whether how much money they get for parking there i guess is where i was headed to that but uh, maybe i'll do some
2: research and get back to you on that not as much as the prize money for winning the race well yeah but uh, you know so anyways I so get the a way to the way well, to obviate the fee is
0: to win the race yeah. Well, there you go. I, would, I think a lot. Well, yeah, I'm sure a lot of the jets are the owners and the and the, the drivers and, and, and whatnot. But uh, anyways, I'm going to give myself a point for the Laconia story. Okay. So, well, the
2: up. NASCAR Drivers Association has their own organization for uh, controlling the in and out traffic at uh, NASCAR uh, race airports. Oh, really? Um, OK. Yeah, they. They basically run their own air traffic control system for. No kidding. The, oh, we
0: may have to talk about that later on. Dave, uh, Jeff, what were you going to say and then we'll move s- on? Fo-
1: follow up here. The, the Howard uh, DBA 100, um, whatever. Howard Aircraft Corporation made a number of aircraft over the years. Uh, they all were were DGA's Delta Golf Alpha. Yep. Which stood for Darn Good Airplane.
0: Darn Good Airplane. Okay.
1: And uh, they each had a number. They went one through eighteen. Was you know with a couple missing. All right. But um, the DBA one hundred never got built. So there you go.
0: Got it. All right. Okay. All right. You know what? I don't. Again, I don't want to encourage this kind of behavior, but I am going to give you a point for doing extra credit research. Um, so you will have yeah. So that's another one for Jeb.
2: Um, the quickest clicker
0: wins. I know, right? Yeah. Tempest Books. Oh, this is a, a Tempest Books tweeted on Twitter. Tweeted on Twitter about the uh, Sav- Savoia March- Marchetti Marchetti S fifty five. Marchetti.
2: Say it, say yeah. it again, David. Well, the spelling here doesn't you think that spelling's wrong? Okay. Okay. The, the Savoia Marchetti S-55. Oh. Yeah.
0: This is a bizarre looking airplane. Uh, this is like, uh, let me see if I can describe it. So we start out with, with two big... Cabin-like pontoon kind of things. Um, each one of them would be, you know, like a like a Catalina body almost. All right. Yeah. Um, they're then separated by a, a well joined by a great big wing, um, which has a cockpit in between the two fuselages, and then structure built up above that cab that cockpit to a monstrous engine propeller engine of some sort. Um, and then pylons going back from the two fuselages to a horizontal split uh, tail, split vertical tail. Um, this is an interesting airplane. Did this one actually... The, the, the tweet claims that it's the most bizarre aircraft ever to reach full series production, which suggests that it got produced. you know? Did it? Uh, I believe it did. Oh, there's an actual have... pit photograph of one a little bit lower here. Scroll down. There's a Wikipedia entry.
1: Yeah. And they have other, other pictures. Um, one... Looks like it's in service. Um, it's oh the- man,
0: we got to get one of these at, at Sun and Fun or or, or, uh, or Air uh, Venture. Are there any left? Well, you just said there's one in service.
1: That was the picture. Was 1943? Oh, oh, okay, all right, okay, all
0: right. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. I like that airplane. I would love to see one. I wonder is it is it amphib or is it just uh, water?
1: I think it's just water. Double would hold we, flying boat. It would say. Not flying
0: boat. All right. Yeah. So we're gonna it would have to be
1: well There is and, one last remaining example is preserved in Brazil in Sao Paulo.
0: All right, all right. Well, you know, Charlie Becker if you're listening. Spread, you know, kind of whisper in some ears over there and uh, see if you can get one of these to visit uh, air venture one of these summers. Oh, so, it's
1: in a museum, they'd have to yeah. uh,
0: create it and ship All it. right. So I'm going to give both Dave and Jeb a point here. Dave, because he seems to know what he's, he always is good at pretending he knows what he's talking about, all these unusual airplanes. And uh, Jeb, again, continues to do the extra credit research. So that's good. Uh, oh, man. What's next? Uh, lasers hit 11 jet cockpits in one hour
2: at CO- Seattle-Tacoma you International Airport. This. They'll solve this when they finally decide to quit screwing around with these people and start shooting them.
0: Well, okay, shooting's a little harsh, but I, I agree they should get serious with them. I, but every now and then you hear a story about uh, these laser folks, they find them and they... Uh, they uh, they get real fines, yeah they get real real there's consequences I mean they may or may not get jail time, but there's consequences somebody one of our pilot friends had a got 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 lasered in flight and reported it when he got on the ground I think he reported it before he even landed and by the time he was on the ground, serious law enforcement were present to interview him so that they could go out and look for this person they didn't they took it very seriously. Um, I forget who this was. It might have been Jonathan. I'm not sure, but whoever it was, um, told a story about how seriously they took this. Um, that they, they, at really? least, at least in this one, you know, um, um, you know, uh, uh, area, one one airport, they took it real seriously. Hmm. Um, well, you can blind a freaking flight crew you certainly can but the, but and i don't want to minimize this this is a serious thing and it should be you know there should be major consequences but have there has there ever been an incident of like a crash or or a a, a, a long-term disability you know injury as a result of a laser shining I, into the I,
2: I believe there's been a couple of instances yeah. where the uh, pilots couldn't fly for a while yeah i have oh, their I've heard. eyes healed yeah yeah
1: Uh, Uh, Going back a ways, I remember something of that sort. Um, I will confess I've not heard, and maybe just because it's become routine, I don't know, but I don't recall hearing uh, about an injury in recent times. Yeah. So That that may mean that there's training. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Uh, The incident, I remember, it was the uh, captain that was... uh, Victimized by the laser, and the first officer had to land the airplane yeah, yeah. Uh, because he was sitting on the opposite side of the uh, flight deck where the uh, laser wasn't a, a direct hit. Mm-hmm. And this is this is serious stuff, particularly if you're on short final to suddenly yeah. have your vision compromised. I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to give one point to our pilot
0: friend who actually is exposed to this on a regular basis. He deserves more than a point, but that's all I've got to give him right now. Um, uh, another disruptive passenger here. This is uh the previous one was American. This is Delta Dis- disruptive group of passengers delay flights from Omaha. This one may not have gotten off the ground. Delta confirmed flight bound for LaGuardia return Oh, they returned to the gate Tuesday because of a group of disruptive passengers, uh, they un they deplaned the unruly passengers and then apparently went on their way um there's a uh, there's a there's apparently a, a a a petition forming up to try and get the uh the feds to create a unified well, no-fly delta, list
1: delta uh, um has a letter hmm. into i guess faa not, yeah. Uh, Department of Justice, I think it is. Okay. They, they want a federal no-fly list for, for disruptive passengers. Right. Disruptive passengers. Um, yeah, fine. I'm just cringing, you know. How bad do you folks really have to be to get evicted from the flight before it even got to the runway?
2: Uh, and just,
1: you know. What, what is, I, I, what I, I, I
2: don't mean? want to disparage the wrong group, but... There's been incidents like this in uh, in Europe and Africa, and mm-hmm. the uh, and it was a group traveling together uh, from a soccer match.
0: Yeah. So they, oh, well, soccer. Yeah. Okay. But okay.
2: Well, uh, but that's. I don't know if that's
0: the same or different or or I don't what. No. Either. Um, the,
1: what, this, you know, what does this link say about underlying motivations?
0: Yeah. Does it? I don't know. You're asking me to read it. Yeah. I'm going to let you earn a point by doing the research, and I'm going to move on.
2: to uh, the next. Here's the bullet point. Go ahead. Yeah. Such incidents have increased nearly 100% since 2019, which was in a letter from Delta. Right. They, they fully support using the full force of the law in these cases. In fact, we have two former Justice Department prosecutors on our legal team. To ensure our cooperation with federal investigate our federal prosecutors when Delta people are involved. Yeah, lock so, them up. So the way the key. Uh, okay, there definitely should be big time
0: consequences. I agree. This
1: this news article that we're we're looking at, which is on uh, some television station, uh, but it's um, apparently the uh, uh, Omaha, Nebraska um, uh, television. But they also have a. They run a PDF copy of uh, the letter that Delta sent to the, yeah. the attorney general. Yeah. Um and this is dated February three. Uh two page letter saying, you know, you know, we need a no federal no fly list. So it's an interesting read. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. I guess we'll give Jeb a point for the letter. He found the letter. Um winging it, um, Antonov's left wing snaps off Man, when an airplane when hits a pothole. This is, I, I mean, yeah, but the, this is scary. Uh, you know, I, you know, when I was learning to fly in my early days of flying, and I guess throughout all my career in flying, I, I've always taken it as kind of a truism that airplanes do not structurally fail in flight, all right? It's, I mean, you have to do something crazy. You have to like exceed your G ratings or, you know, things like that. I mean, if you're just flying, doing normal stuff, airplanes do not fall apart. All right. They have all kinds of things that can go wrong, but that's not one of them. All right. And so when, and now admittedly, something did go wrong here because they, they were, this is a, so this is in uh, this is Sudan. This was, uh, um, they uh, and they, they, they were landing Sudan, on an unimproved, well, but they, okay. But the, yeah. I want to say Africa, but um, wherever it is. Sudan is, yeah, South Sudan. Yeah, Africa. yeah. And so they were landing on a, on a non-paved runway or a, or a rough runway, and there was a pothole, and they hit the pothole, and they hit the pothole hard enough for up the the, uh, end, the wing outboard of the engine to break off. It's like holy moly! <laughs> it must have been uh, must have been a hard landing. I'll tell you. I was how. going
2: to say, there is a lot of negative G's that hit that, that airplane.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the problem is that it was probably not simply positive or negative G's; it was also forward naf G's, um, which is also not, you know, probably not highly structured. Yeah, I kind you know, of to... wonder
1: how fast they were going when they hit.
0: Yeah, um, um, but uh, and but it doesn't. Well, I don't know. We've got a limited number of pictures well, here, here.
1: You know, here is an important safety tip, folks. If yeah. you have an Antonov AN-26, pay a little bit extra attention to when you're doing your wing inspections. Okay.
0: Oh yeah, right. And it, 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 it kind of chopped off ne- not cleanly, didn't it? According to these pictures, it looks like. Yeah. You know.
1: Right, it's, right. Yeah,
2: just you... Adjacent to the uh, port engine nacelle. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: It just kind of you know. I mean, I'll, you know, I don't know whether that's. I'll, a... I bet there was a private pilot nearby with a number two Phillips screwdriver.
0: <laughs> oh, I see what you're going. I see what you're doing here, Jeb. All right. Okay. Um uh, so uh this is pretty interesting though. Um but you know, I I and I guess the nature of this 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 incident is that it was going to happen on landing because boy, if
2: this kind of thing had happened while they were trying to take off, you know, they and, and they're calling it an accident as opposed to an incident. Yeah, but...
0: I've never understood the distinct. You guys know this stuff better than I do. There's a it, it matters, at least in the US, right? The incident yep. is one kind of thing, and an accident is another kind of thing, and crash is another kind of thing. And I've no well, crash, the
1: crash cr- is a cr- form
2: cr- of an accident,
1: crash is not really defined, at least vis a vis the NTSB. Uh
2: huh. Yeah, uh,
1: as far as aircraft are concerned, anyway. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, okay. Never mind. All right. So, All right. anyways,
0: look out for those potholes. Yeah,
1: just just inspect those wings, people. Look out for those potholes. Yeah.
0: What's next here? PC12 took out a Hawker yesterday. Did you at see ISB. this video? Yeah. No. No details as to what happened yet. No, I mean no details. It's pretty obvious what happened. Yes, I saw the video. Describe it, Jeb. What did you see?
1: So, um, let me click play here just for grins because i haven't seen this lately um so there's a pc12 started up uh on the ramp um and it's about 50 yards uh, away from this what, what was it a hawker i guess it was um and um a rampers is out in front of the pc12 uh you know standing by the directed and whatnot apparently apparently it's hard to tell from the video um the PC-12 started up at full throttle. Oh, okay. And yeah. The pilot couldn't hold it with the brakes or, or whatever and couldn't and didn't retard the power. So the ramper scoots out of the way. The, the PC-12 starts accelerating and runs into the Hawker's right wing, tearing off its own right wing. Yeah. And um, then it rolls around behind the Hawker a little bit while, while what's left of the aircraft comes to a stop and what's left of the pilot gets control of it so I again I don't know I haven't looked up you know what this was or where it was or or um, um what happened right uh, it, it, um hey yeah yeah it's like oops it's, oops. It's years years ago I, I was still a student pilot so you know how long ago this was you yeah, know okay um, um I was working at the local airport, pumping gas one summer, and uh, the FBO manager's son and I went out to get something to eat or something—I don't know—after my shift. My shift ended at three. We got back about four thirty, and there's a tripacer parked in the lobby. In the lobby. In the lobby. Okay. And there's you know uh, all kinds of wood chips and and glass and and and. Uh, everything in airplane parts and all that kind of stuff, you know, scattered around the lobby to go with it. And what had happened is the guy who came on shift after me, his tripacer landed, taxied in, shut down, said, put, put gas in it and taxi it, park it. Okay. So my coworker, um, did exactly that. And he's accustomed, of course, to Cessnas, which have tow brakes.
0: Ah, okay.
1: Not tripacers. I think you I see where we're going breaks. here. Yeah, and you can fill in the blanks.
0: Yeah. Well, oops. Oops. <laughs> oops. <laughs> Sorry, boss. Uh, okay. All right. Well, there yeah. we go. There you go. So, uh, so yeah, the PC twelve took out the uh, took out the uh, hawker. Oh well, with uh, a five thousand gallon fuel truck. all, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Jeb, gets points. <laughs> Jeb gets points for his uh, his uh, uh, Tri-Pacer story. That's a good okay. one. All right. um, what's next here? I just had it where to go here. Oh, opinion story. So this is from the airline, not not Airplane Geeks. This is the Airline Geeks website. Um, it's, uh, what labeled, it's labeled as an opinion story. Um, it's byline to the Airline Geeks staff. Opinion, automating away basic airmanship. Um, and they're just bemoaning in this story the fact that uh, um, all this automation is making flight crews less and less skilled. What do you think?
2: We've been harping on that for, uh, pretty much the whole time uncontrolled airspace has existed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that, you mean the automation is is useless? Shouldn't even exist? No. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that they need to work harder on hand-flying proficiency in decision-making because the automation's not going to go I away. I mean, it gets installed before the airplane has wings. Uh, but it seems to be this attitude that, well, you can always use the automation to get out of trouble, which is like I used to tell people it's said, I'd, I'd, I'd try that hang gliding if I had an engine to get me out of trouble. And we'd explain very nicely that engines don't get you out of trouble.
0: <laughs> yes. Right. That's right. We talked about that in the last episode. Yeah. Okay. Jeb, what do you think about this?
1: Um, I think it's a problem just as Dave does. And I think it's been around, uh, just as long as automation has been around. Yeah. yeah. Um, AvWeb had a piece on this recently. Um, and, um, I did it. I did something of an article on this for safety, a few a few issues back, and basically trying to put forth the the idea that you know there's three basic levels of of automation. There's the top level where the airplanes are doing everything, and and uh, uh, the pilot has to force his or herself into the loop. Mm-hmm. And then there's you know um, a, a sub level of automation where you know the airplane is is uh, there's two basic sub levels. Uh, the basic one is is the airplane just you, you just want it to stay steady in steady state flight. Don't turn, don't dive, don't climb, don't do nothing, just fly straight level. Um, and then there's you know ha- having it track nav beams and, and uh, uh, all this kind of stuff. So um, but clearly a lot of the time when you don't know what the airplane is doing, revert to that basic mode where it's just flying straight and level and then figure it out and then start adding back some layers of the automation.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay. Um, point for David for uh, touting the fact that we've been talking about these kinds of things for 15 years on the yeah. podcast. Yeah. So uh, there we go. Uh, what was next here? Video appears to show F-35C carrier crash. This is this uh, thing recently. It was in the news yeah. a couple, couple maybe a month ago now, about the uh, F-35 that um, it's that crashed on landing on an aircraft carrier and slid into the ocean and sank. Uh, pilot got out. So that's a good thing. Um, airplane sank to the bottom. Last I heard, they were trying to recover the uh, the plane because it's kind of near China and they didn't want the Chinese to recover it. So uh, that was last I heard. Um, but now there's this video. Um, it's actually someone took their phone and shot the screens um, in the in the aircraft car- carrier's control center of the, you know, the, the like the cameras that are there. It, down in the deck of it coming, and there's like three or so different angles. Um, it's pretty pretty sobering looking. Um, my, my, big re, my big reaction to this, I mean, it's dramatic footage, and it's kind of cool to see. M- my reaction to this is uh, how in the world did, did it, is there a sailor who's in trouble for having shot and then
1: posted? I saw something where there was a group of, of sailors who uh, had been questioned about this. Yeah, this seems like a
0: major security violation, Um, you know, shooting video of the of, you know, I mean, I work for corporate clients that if I took videos of, you know, their, you know, their marketing material, I could get in trouble. Um, This is like, you know, serious uh, 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 aircraft carrier stuff. So uh, I don't know. David, any thoughts
2: on this? Uh, Carrier accidents happen with non-alarming frequency, but often enough that, uh, the, uh, the, the guy most at risk in this whole thing was the LSO, the landing signal yeah. officer, because he's standing up there on the desk in front mm-hmm. of the display in the line of fire for the airplane coming down the di- the pipe.
0: Yeah. If you listen to the audio of this video that we we were just talking about, um, you hear someone's voice going, wave off, wave off, wave off. And i in my imagination. That's the LSO it might be, it might not be, I don't know, but, uh, um, yeah, so uh, um, interesting video. Take a look. I was—I actually went back to it today in prep for this this lightning round, expecting that video to have been pulled off YouTube. But as of today, it's still there. Um, and yeah, uh, cat,
1: cats out of the bag.
0: Well, but you know, the NSA has powers. Um, anyways, yeah, they're
1: not going to use them on this.
0: Yeah. Anyways, point for David for giving good credit to the LSO because it's a scary job. I don't know about that. Um, Maine's busiest airport is not Portland, Maine or Banger, Maine. Um, it's another airport, and coincidentally or not, it's the airport that I fly out of, uh, Sanford, um, which is doesn't surprise me, actually. Sanford is a very, very busy, uh, it, you know, it's well-placed to be a busy airport, and the management of the airport do a good job at attracting people to it. Um, they've got a lot of hangars. They keep a restaurant open. They've got a lot of good training operation. Um, you know, So they do a good job, um, and and that's pretty cool. The part that really caught my attention on this story was, the story is from, uh, what's it from? It's from, uh, oh, it's from the Bangor. People say Bangor. It's Bangor, is a city in Maine, Bangor Daily News. Um, and in the story, they say that these statistics came from, now i got to find it here, um, from a system that I had never heard of before. What's it called here? Hang on, it's here someplace. Uh... Where'd it go? Well, I wrote it in the summary. What did I say? They they, they called it the invisible intelligence system. All right. Let's search this thing. Find
1: invisible. What are you doing?
0: Yeah. So um the, the, the person who they're quoting in the story says he thinks the estimate of how many airplanes use this is 90 to 93 percent accurate, approximately 93 percent accurate. Um, and it's he says it's called the invisible intelligence system.
1: Have you ever heard of such a thing? No. Well, I, only in science fiction.
0: Yeah, right. Um it was first, according to the story, it was first developed after a deadly twenty twelve crash at the Knox County Regional Airport in Owlshead. The system cannot prevent a crash, but the voice recordings can aid investigators in finding out what went wrong, helping to prevent future incidents.
1: Oh, what? That's... What? This is just a tape on the Unicom frequency. That's all. Well, you know, I mean, to... I, I you know,
0: and I am reading it. Going, this is this is uh, this is a live ATC. Um, yeah, you know. Um,
1: so I don't know what that is. Um, yeah, no, so, Someone's running a tape on the Unicom frequency. It's it's not that. Yeah, they just gave it a fancy name. Uh, okay, and, and now they're using it to to uh, um, talk to... about how many how many operations they have. My question is, does this include? Uh, well, not that it really matters, but are, are they counting every single transmission on the frequency, or are they going through and parsing? You know the guy who calls Dan Win and doesn't say anything, or, versus the student who gives a call every time. You know he moves the controls. Yeah. So I, I don't know. And, and I, it's got a very fancy name, though. It's great.
0: It guys have a fancy name, and uh, um, and I'm going to award myself a point for having been surveilled. Oh, here, by here,
1: the same... here it says it says so right here. The numbers yeah. are not. Pre- t- excuse me. The numbers are not precise because they're tracked via a computer algorithm based on recorded radio communications from pilots announcing their arrivals and departures okay. some pilots are talkative said Maine DOT aviation engineer Tim Lesige, who keeps track of the numbers there's no system that's 100% accurate
0: so so this is my point don't you doesn't this bug you there's a there's a government operation or a, uh, that is using artificial intelligence to analyze our conversations on the radio all right Point,
1: point for you, me for being when you, horrified. When you and, put it like that. Yeah, okay.
0: All right. Picture and uh,
2: how you ask the question. I know, huh? Uh, new item. Picture of the
0: day. Tough little airplane. Uh, shows a picture of a, uh, a. Uh, okay, hang on, where'd it go? I had it here a second ago. Um, a uh, CH-750 uh, stole airplane after it's landed off field um, in the SAGE um in i don't know where but uh um just it's an interesting shot it's kind of an attractive shot if it wasn't you look at the picture and you go that must have been a rough landing good for him for keeping it upright um
2: oh yeah yeah Yeah. uh, so who knew maine had 217 landing sites oh yeah no these i I wonder if that includes the alton bay ice runway right it might.
1: certainly has to include water uh, runways, you know, yeah. seaplanes. Sea
0: because Alton Bay is, is, uh, is uh, it's actually charted. I mean, it's charted year-round. It's charted as, you know, available. Right, because you know, it's a seaplane base. When, I don't know if it's a seaplane When the lake's base. not frozen. Yeah, but I don't know if it is that. We should look that up. But, uh, it's um, a
1: shame we don't have some device. Yeah, I know. To...
0: Huh? So, anyways, um, what's next year? Uh, where to go here? Uh, picture of the day. Yeah. Uh, Zara Rutherford became the youngest woman to fly the world solo. Yay! I don't know anything about this story. Is this. Uh, um, I don't either. Teen, teen pilot Zara Rutherford becomes the youngest woman. Teen- I guess it's just sort of a shout out, right? I guess. Uh, oh, Zara, absolutely. Um, yeah. 19 year old, dual British Belgian nationality landed at. Uh, Car- oh, my goodness. I'm awful sorry. Core Trill Trick. Well, well, welcome uh, to our friends in Belgium. I really apologize. This is awful. Um, but she landed at this airport on Thursday, completing an epic 41-country journey, spending, spanning over 52,000 kilometers, a.k.a. 32,000 miles, broke two Guinness World Records in the process. Very nice.
2: You guys want to add anything to that? Or uh, um, And then the question I, is, what do you do for an encore? Yeah, really? Yeah, I know. What's really, uh, I, I would suggest Mars. Mars. Okay. All right. Uh, you know, go easy. You know, go to orbit
0: first, and then maybe the moon. Uh, Chinese investment in U.S. plane maker, which happens to be Icon, the uh, amphib, uh, draws FBI national security reviews. So there we go. Um, is there something? Why would the? Why would the? Why what what what? I mean, we already yeah. sold. If we if we could sell, who did we sell?
1: Who got sold to China? Um, Cirrus. Piper. Sirius. No, Piper. Cirrus. Cirrus maybe, got sold. Maybe both. I don't know. Yeah. Cassie, C-A-C-I, uh, is the Chinese company that I don't th- recall, yeah. so, bought Cirrus. But um, this is all about drones, man. All it's all drones. what This is all about drones.
0: But this is, aren't we talking about the I- Icon amphibian yeah. aircraft? Yeah. Now, yeah. What's that to have to do with drones?
1: You don't have to have a cockpit. And so you mm-hmm. think that
0: there's some sort of drone technology related
1: no, to this whole just, thing? No, there's just structures and patents and stuff like yeah. that. There's nothing special about the icon. Uh, but it's well, all that has all about some
2: it's, manufacturing and assembly technology. Yeah, it's all about, can... yeah
1: yeah it's all about manufacturing drones. All right. All,
0: it's about. all right, all right. We're going to give we're going to give Jeb one point for saying there's nothing special about the icon aircraft. <laughs> <laughs> Burnside, B-U-R. Well, you know, <laughs>
1: What? Icon, I'm sure Icon would strenuously differ, but um, it's a Rotax engine. Yeah. It's you know conventional uh, composite construction. Um, it's you know might have push rods instead of control cables. It probably doesn't. It's you know got it's got you know a couple of pieces of glass in the panel. It's it's and it's got a parachute. It's not an it's not a bad little airplane, but there's nothing special about it from a technological standpoint. Okay. Okay. Well, you got your point. You've earned your point already. You can stop.
0: Uh, Air and Space Museum shut down, or, or not museum? Uh, magazine. The, the Air and Space. Um, yeah, this is sad. It this is. Was, this this was one of the best you know, I mean, in many ways, one of the best aviation magazines out there. And, uh, um, it's really too bad. It's a kind of a sign of the times that, that print publications are struggling. Um, you know, you probably know that very well, Jib. but, oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. but air and space magazine was always one of my favorites. Although I confess, I confess, having said that I didn't buy it every month. Well, subscribe. see, it's all your fault. I know probably is probably is. So, uh, anyways, um, David, did you
2: did you like that magazine as well? Yeah, uh, and tried several times to sell them story ideas, uh, only to see some of the story ideas appear later, uh, which <laughs> always made me a little suspicious for yeah. the decision process. Well, 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 okay.
1: I didn't have an identical experience with them, but my experience was rather similar. Uh-huh okay. Yeah, I, I've pitched them before, and then, later on, read similar articles. It's, really? But it's it's not, you know, at least in my situation, it only happened once and it wasn't, you could easily make the the stretch that uh, someone else came up with the story idea because it was sufficiently different. So, I don't know. Okay. I, I, I just work here. Well, we're going to award David
0: one point for, for, for introducing the uh, the idea that, that maybe his article ideas were getting taken, but... Uh, Anyways, um, well, finally,
2: replacing it with something new, so it won't be a void. But it will be a print on paper magazine, or, or is it going to be go, go online? I cannot tell you. Okay,
1: I think it's uh, it's online. I, I that would I be just my... don't know, and I, you know, let's kind of wait and see, everybody. Yeah, that's kind of a sign of the times. But yeah. anyways, there is a and, link to the to the Air and Space Magazine. Well. The Smithsonian's yeah uh, the links uh, and, and all of these right
0: things. and I'll say again all of these lightning round um, stories will be linked in on the show notes page. Finally, why airplanes might soon have just one pilot? Okay, so let's just for starters point out there are a lot of airplanes that have just one pilot. <laughs> um, I'm guessing what they mean is larger, you know, like airliner class or or, or big you ones, you know, ones that currently require two. Ones that like current, yeah, yeah, that's right. The ones that currently. Yeah, require when, when you two.
1: see planes in popular media, we're talking. An Airbus and Boeing, we're exactly. Not talking Cessna and Cessna. exactly, exactly. Um, but, but so, granddaddy, granddaddy, come tell us again how you used to fly piston powered airplanes by hand,
0: yeah. But you know, it's okay because as we were mentioning earlier about the whole automation losing sky, flight skills thing, um, you know, the, the two pilots on board a lot of these airplanes really only average down to the equivalent of one pilot, anyways, right now, right? What do you mean? No, I don't know. So if it was a bad joke, I thought.
1: Yeah, oh have... yeah, you, you're going to get mail. That was yeah. that was Hodgson, H O D G
0: S O N. Yeah. All kidding aside, is it safe for an airliner to have only one pilot?
2: Sure. It, it, that actually doesn't need any pilot if we you can radio have that all in the FMS settings.
1: We we have that all the time around the U.S. Um, in Part 135 scheduled Part 135 operations. Yeah, yeah. One, one pilot and an airliner. Do, I'm sorry, do we really? Sure. Scheduled yeah. airliners? Scheduled 135, yeah. All right. Well, see, I would have thought. I would have, see Alaska. I, I would have expected
0: you guys to. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. See
1: Alaska, see uh, Cape Air.
0: Right. All right. Okay. Uh, but, all right. But still, you know. C E R A. You know, a triple seven with only one pilot.
1: You know, and your point is, all the triple sevens I've ever been on had like six pilots. Yeah, because <laughs> well, uh, okay. because yeah. They, they were the the flight was sufficiently long that they needed a a, a second crew. Yeah, well, you know, okay, four pilots maybe.
0: I, you know, and uh, but a a fairly knowledgeable, who will remain nameless, but a a fairly knowledgeable uh, uh, aviation pundit once told me that the only thing more dangerous than an airplane with only one pilot is an airplane with two pilots. That was (laughs) Jeb
1: who said that. No, no, um, yeah, two pilots trying to fly the same airplane at the same time. Yeah, okay, that's what's that's what's most dangerous. Yeah, only one pilot can fly the airplane at a time. The other pilot monitors. It's the other pilot is the dog monitoring the pilot to see if he touches anything okay there's a the computer and then there's the, pilot, the ones the that
2: have a dog yeah. yeah yeah and the dogs there to make sure that the pilots don't mess with the auto autopilot really, or the fms
0: i really expected you guys to like be horrified by the idea of single pilot airliners but all right
1: okay. i fly single pilot all the time my friend. I, you
0: fly bonanza single pilot and that's very manageable for one person um that that you know You know, although if I was the pilot on a Bonanza, it shouldn't be a single pilot. That's for sure. Well,
1: um, there's an argument. It's not a very good one, but but there's an argument that, you know, flying a piston twin, for example, is much more, um, is more complex. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. More more demanding. More demanding uh, than flying a highly automated jet transport. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, that's it. Lightning round. Lightning round. Lightning round. How do we do here? So, uh,
0: well, uh, well, I didn't hear any thunder. I didn't hear any points on any of that either. I well, no, we—you were, I, we, I, weren't listening because I was assigning points very, very, you know, d- diligently. And, all- and this whole points thing is going to yeah. come up. It's gonna well, no, here we go. At the next board meeting. Uh, well, all right. Now, see if you say, Hang on. Here we go. So here's the points. Um, I received two points um, for a couple of clever comments I made. Um, David got six points, uh, for, for a variety of, of clever con- comments, but Jeb got seven points. Oh, okay. So, so well, now I'll, I'll s- shut up now. <laughs> All right.
2: So, well, uh, this con- is
1: the best idea you've had in a long time, Jack.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, we, anyway, we should do this like every other, well, month, I don't like know every other month.
0: Okay, maybe we should, and that's where I wanted to end this whole thing. I just want to talk to our listeners and say, well, what did you think? All right, is this like, was this a total waste of your time, or should we do this more? Um, all kidding aside, we'd love to hear from you. Um, the lightning round, an interesting idea, or 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 just just ramble on like we usually do. Uh, send us an email to uh, podcast at uncontrolledairspace dot com, or uh, or uh, add us on uh, Twitter at, at uh, uh, class G airspace, and let us know what you think. And uh, anyways, thank you guys. I appreciate your uh, uh, Jeff Bernstein and Dave Higdon. Thank you for uh, humoring me um, on this funky little uh, little catch up episode. And uh, um, I, I guess that's it. We're gonna we're gonna we'll see you again. We'll, we'll do it. Yeah. In, ex-
2: in exchange for humoring you, uh, you get to pick up the tab on our next sushi dinner.
0: <laughs> okay. I, all right. You got it. Absolutely. <laughs> Done deal. <laughs>